All right, man. Mic check one, two, one, two. Mic check one, two. Um, we back. We live. We black. You know what I'm saying? And we thriving. Uh, all right, man. So anyway, um, so we we in the city. You know what I'm saying? The whole hotel shit. So the motherfucking uh, the valet, bro, was fucking. It was. And then okay, the whole situation. It was a dope ass trip. Anytime I'm with baby, I don't know what it is, man. It's something about her and I, me, her and me, me and her. It's something about our vibe. It's something about I don't know. I it's she's a Virgo, and it's some things about Virgos like I could I could strangle her just off the strength of her zodiac sign. <laughs> but at the same time, man, me being a cancer, I don't really know. I don't really so much. I don't uh, subscribe, but I don't like not. So you know, I'm just. I'm, me and my sister was talking about this the other day like at, I'm at the point where I don't believe or not in believe in anything nigga everything if you tell me some shit I'd be like yo that, that sounds about right G you know what I'm saying I don't see how it couldn't be you you know what now that you think about it nigga I'm gonna give you all kinds of hype because I just believe it, it, it any, anything like I believe in religion I also believe in spirituality you know what I'm saying but that's, an, that's a, uh, a tale for another day but uh so and I, as I'm, I'm kind of filling in the space. If y'all don't notice, <laughs> try to get to the point because I, when I'm, I'm, I'm gonna have to start reorganizing my life with this, with this podcast because I'm scatterbrained as fuck. And although this is real time, this is exactly what I wanted. I also, I do a lot more talking, but I think that I'm more focused on the entertaining and, and, and hollering at y'all about shit and like, as if y'all are actually here when I need to just do what I normally do and just talk. But it's it's i think it's the engagement piece for me of trying to interact like <laughs> so um on the back end i guess i'm so what somewhat interacting not not just talking out loud like i do at home but like telling y'all a story like somebody's here and y'all not but and i ain't get that much time maybe finna be back home in a minute she talking about this nice day outside she want to go play frolic and shit she love this nigga love being outside do all bird girls hey y'all tap in do all bird girls like being outside because this nigga love being outside bro she is a outside baby whoo she want to go but then we people for about 45 minutes and we be looking at each other like <laughs> so i'm gonna tell y'all all that how that worked out but with this this because we went to the city uh yesterday too so uh the so when, we, when we go inside it was crazy because the valet you know there's always some guy usually some young dude usually black or hispanic or you know good looking guy or whatever real quick moving little young nigga with no facial hair it's always some type of you know what i mean this was the <laughs> on some cool shit it was almost like a prank bro because this nigga came out and he looked like the nigga was like boss the plane the plane i don't even really know like the full reference of that but i have an idea because of the upbringing of my life but he looked like he was a little he was he wasn't a, a, a midget or a little person or a height challenged or whatever the fuck the technical term he I wouldn't even say that but i do know that he had that disorder that where your arms only come out so far like he didn't have like i have a full you we, we most of us have full shoulder to elbow elbow to, to wrist length arms even if they are three inches you know what i'm saying but most people have a full length arm i think he was missing one of the two i can't remember if it was the the uh the bicep tricep area or if it was the uh tibia fibia did i say that right yeah <laughs> i think i did that right girl like boy i ain't tapped into my science uh in a cool minute but y'all see your boy um but it was like from elbow to wrist you know what i'm talking about one of the two was missing and he comes out and he was i mean he was just cool as a cucumber you know what i'm talking about he was trying to get us valet and shit and i was like because i asked him and when i seen him i said oop <laughs> so between the parking lot and my, my guy I'm like whose car are you driving bro you gotta put my motherfucking seat up to the windshield for you to drive my car around the building like literally not on the back of the building I mean like the horseshoe the half circle is in the front you bust a right when you you go into the half circle you come back out the half circle when you come out the half circle if you literally walk three and a half maybe four Point six feet the parking lot is right next door like right there so you're taking my shit out of the front hit the street and you're basically just busting a right yui they call it a bust a bitch you're busting a bitch to the right to go into the valet the valet is fenced in and looks like a grave it looks like a junkyard nigga it looks like a salvage yard for cars but it's some nice vehicles out there because it's valet I'm paying you $25 to go get my car from the gated community that got gravel in it right there. 
nigga, this hotel brand. I mean, spit shine, dumb fuck ass, waxy, plasticky new nigga. Lights flickering uh, on the outside of the building. Um, so we go in, uh, nigga. And now that I'm really talking about this, this shit is. I'm so glad that I decided to go this route with this fucking episode because the shit was. It was just. It, we paid two hundred plus dollars for this hotel room. The room was fly. It was on some fly shit. Sliding bathroom doors, the little glass office door I talked about, I mentioned before, looked cool, but the shit sounded like a thunderstorm on the inside. It sounded like it literally sounded like somebody was trying to was trying to uh, perform a play, and they had that motherfucking that little motherfucking thing that does the the imitation of a thunderstorm sound, lightning and rolling thunder and shit. You if you step with with two of your toes too hard. Rattle, 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 rattle. It was a fucking, it was, it was bananas, bro. We go in, let's see, what was, how was, what did the event, it was just a lot of random shit going on. It was kind of like we wasn't, we wasn't in the same place as everybody else, but we was. It was a lot of random little shit going on. Y'all ever just go to hotels and just see like, or just any, just you be doing shit and you start to feel like it's an episode of Get Out or like an episode of Atlanta where you just don't really, like, what the fuck is going on and you and you and you kind of contemplate if you're the only person going through what's happening right now so like it was kind of like like that it was just a wild ass real um minute like it wasn't no major shit happening it was just like what the fuck type you know what i'm saying over and over again so um the valet was the first thing and i was just i was flabbergasted at that i was like you want that nigga to park you want me to pay 25 for that nigga to park my fucking car over there right there then you go to the other parking spot. They talking about three and four motherfucking um, hours is $30, bitch. Y'all niggas is out here literally and oof, making a fucking killing, boy. Y'all niggas is literally this is a homicide, financial homicide, killing niggas with this shit. Um, so we, excuse me. Ooh, them coffee burps be real. God damn. So we go in the room and big baby uh Linadelphia loves to travel we all do it's a it's a family thing to be honest we want two things three things we we for sure have in common is traveling uh food and fashion <laughs> I mean that's that's just those three we got a couple more but we love nigga that's those are the top of the line right there those are I mean uh top of the list and um so we we in there and <laughs> my girl is wild right so fiance wifey you know what i'm saying mama girlfriend she's wild as fuck this nigga is like she's a goofball and she's also she's so nonchalant it would almost be misconstrued with being an airhead but she just don't really be bothered with she cannot she's it's what it is is she's supremely superbly it is almost not cool to how as a matter of fact nah fuck that it's not cool honestly the um the level of unbotheredness that my woman possesses is unfathomable there's no way you can be that chill all the time but she is that nigga is the pink panther and the only person i think is more chill than that might be alasia but she's not because she's younger but anyway um this nigga (laughs) the funny thing about the whole hotel situation is that no matter what we was doing her whole the whole gist of it was we can't get no hotel with no shower curtain in the bathroom and i said I looked at her like, wait, excuse me? <laughs> and she said, it's fucking gross. I don't want no shower curtain in my bathroom. I, the last one we had, we had a shower curtain and I was just, I was completely disgusted. And I looked at, I was just really like, y'all don't understand our conversations be wild sometimes. I just, it just be, I just be blown away because a lot of the times she say profound. She's really be saying some profound shit, but I'm at the, I've come to the conclusion that she don't even know how profound the shit she be saying is. The other day she said some shit. I was like, I wouldn't have even thought of that. And but that's something that if I had thought of, that's definitely something that I I personally would have said. Like, you know how sometimes you think of shit, you'd be like, oh, nope, can't say that. Oh, nope, wouldn't be me. Some things you'd be like, nigga, I'm about to let that nigga, I got a story to tell. Nigga, I'm ready to tell my story. Like, sometimes, like, she don't even be knowing, bro. She don't even know how fucking profound some of the shit she actually be saying. That's how I know. So, I was looking at her on some crazy nigga shit, like, I've never in my life heard anybody judge how they how they pick a room. I didn't know that's how you you selected your your choice of living arrangements is the shower curtain. I didn't heard about beds, lights, microwave, refrigerator. You know what I'm saying? They got a little mini kitchen, little bitch. You know what I'm saying? What we doing? No, nigga. She said 
do they have a shower curtain or a glass door i said uh, <laughs> oh shit now that that was the most player shit so she found her little glass door nigga the irony of the glass door was crazy because everything else was wrong shit that's never happened to me in a hotel situation has happened in there uh let's see i think i mentioned that one of the lights didn't work her light didn't work on her side of the bed then what else what else was it there was something specific other than oh the motherfucking futon had a weird it look it it it, on the on the back end it looked like worst case scenario nigga so shit got crazy it got wild in the in the in the in the room one night but the room is too new i'm not going for that ain't no way this building been up here six, uh, 12 months or less and somebody already skeeting on the couch I'm not going for that y'all not getting that kind of capacity booked up i'm just not going for that with that being said especially with this weekend y'all don't even have the y'all don't even have the parking lot for the rooms that y'all possess you know how fucking ridiculous it is that we actually was to get everybody to go valet y'all don't have a parking lot to speak of and then y'all had this motherfucking ba- this um uh angels in the outfield ass baseball fucking plot uh, lot goddamn field of gravel dirt rust and fucking uh grass that y'all come y'all call a parking lot that's still being look it looked like y'all need an under construction sign on it but y'all are parking our vehicles over there after i didn't pay two plus hundred dollars for a fucking room bitch y'all can suck on my left nut nigga i fuck uh piss me the fuck off because i'm i'm joking like it's funny but nigga i'm mad bro like we could I've paid 80 bucks for a room and had not one complaint. Nigga, I'm telling y'all, baby got her glass door, bathroom was fly, it was a good looking little room, light didn't work, uh, a plug wasn't working somewhere, I think. Then, um, you know, hotel room shit is expensive as fuck. They had the worst, they had the Miami Cola flavored bang. Out of all the bang flavors, they there's at least 46 flavors of bangs. How y'all come up with the, one of the worst ones? That ain't even really that bad, but like nobody want that mother. You know how you, you got options, nigga? You know how like I know that I could fuck with that, but if I didn't have to, I absolutely not. That 101, 100.40%. <laughs> I'm always trying to come up with some old accurate ass number to make it sound cool. And when I get too flustered, it don't even make sense. But absolutely, positively, would not pick if i did not have to that's pretty much what that situation was it was like six dollars for one bitch a can is two something y'all want me to pay six okay bar was whack everything was just whack like it's a new hotel so (laughs) let me think when we got back from the comedy club which was fly as fuck um we got premium seating we sat real close i'm talking about but they walked past us i was on the rail that they walked past like I, if I wanted to touch Damon Wayne's elbow, you know what I'm saying? My man's had on the ones, he had on the motherfucking um, I think the Blue Moon ones. They got they had this series. They had the gruh, like the sage green, they had yellow. They had like a like a really uh, I think they call it race race red. It was real real like bright red, and then it had the uh, the blue joints. He had the blue ones on. Talking about shadow moon blues or some bullshit like that. I'm talking about salty. Um, who I was sick. Um. He was funny as fuck. Uh, the comedian was talking about the other nigga was talking about how uh, he was saying, "I just feel like," and I and I'm, I'm only speaking on this because I hundred I I absolutely positively agree with this. And I so this is case y'all didn't know. Uh, oh, and that's my new thing too. Uh, that's been my thing. I'm just not implementing it. Uh, welcome to the Verbal Audacity Show. Absolutely, positively uh, appreciate you being here. <laughs> um, he said you can't be a picky eater and be an ass eater you it, that's just doesn't it doesn't if you eat ass you eat everything and i fucking cried but it's like i feel like i feel weird because in comedy shows and actual live comedy shows i never laugh as hard or as genuinely as i would in at home like i don't know if i'm just not in the same mental space like i'm not as high as i normally would be i'm so overwhelmed with just being like this fresh ass nigga that's out in- <laughs> out in public and you know what i'm saying in a real time but i'm really more or less looking at damn this what damon wayne's jr look like in person okay uh niggas be regular as fuck and they be celebrities but the show was cool you know what i'm saying the vibes was cool we was having a good time i hate sitting at tape small ass tables with strangers but you know when you get premium when you get any type of seating if you don't come together with another group of niggas you're gonna more than likely be with another group of niggas you didn't want to be with but we sat with these two women that was cool um i've realized people really just go out to places and look regular as fuck like only niggas only people like me and i mean i guess from small towns that don't get to do shit very often get uh, dapper the fuck down but uh 
<laughs> we was cleaning a bitch like i mean fresh um but um yeah, the show was cool you know what i'm saying it was the second maybe yeah my like my third time second or third time now going to that particular location uh it's becoming a regular thing now i'm actually learning my way around the city quite a bit but back to this bitch ass hotel uh so when we get back from the from the show we slide excuse me baby wants some motherfucking mcdonald's i didn't bring the key excuse me so we had to go to the room well we went to the room i can't remember if it was so we was kind of drunk too so i can't remember if it was before we we um went to get mcdonald's or and got i think we got the key came back and that's what the fucking room thing was but anyway so it was at least i would say i'm gonna exaggerate i think i'm exaggerating i'm gonna say it was at least eight hours out the day that no matter how many times no matter what the fuck was going on if i left my room at any moment and went downstairs there was this white lady in a hoodie and jeans she looked like any white lady that wears like dc or used to wear dc and now they wear like hey dudes she looked like that white lady with that little short ass white guy they're the same height and she looked like she low-key won a nigga in her life but she's in this abusive relationship with this little midget ass white boy that's pretty much what it looked y'all know what i'm talking about y'all know what i'm talking about they used to have that piercing she might even have still had that piercing on her lip that one motherfucking that um uh I call it the I don't even know if I have a name for it. It's like that. It was the white trailer park trash piercing that went right above your lip. The um the beauty mark. I got a mole in that spot. Bitches was getting big ass uh sterling silver balls hanging from their lip, looking like uh <laughs> looking like they was gonna uh, finish shoot trailer uh, trailer park trash porn. Uh TP TP TP2 trailer park trash porn. <laughs> anyway, you know, in the back tattoo, it was a dark time. Anyway. For some of you motherfuckers um she was just continuously i swear to god she was out there and it looked like it was moments where she was going through it moments where she wasn't but my but baby girl was down there for hours the next day i swear they was leaving same time they were down said same fucking time like it was nothing like nothing ever happened i was like what the entire fuck is going on this lady never left the lobby bro she was in the lobby all like it was like she worked there but she wasn't nigga are you security at this point what the fuck uh, uh, but I'm pretty sure her and her dude was getting into it. I swear, everywhere I go, I always see a girl and her dude getting into it. Like I always see some damsel in distress, uh, and there's some little, little cocky, like, like muscle neck ass, midget ass, uh, wannabe MMA fucking fighting ass boy. I swear he knows some shit. I'm like, man, look, I ain't tough, but I can damn near look at you and tell whether or not I'm gonna fuck with you. I mean, if you short and you swole and you strong and you look like you got some shit going for yourself, and I can pick that up off of you, I'm probably gonna fuck with you. I'm probably not gonna fuck with you. But a lot of y'all be trying to uh, give off this facade that y'all are tough because you're men. You think, and I, I get it. If I was 5'3", everybody would could get it. If I was 5'3", I'd be pissed off at any nigga that was 5'5 five, five and up. Anybody. Anybody. I'm nigga, I don't, black, white, I'm racist to anybody. I'm, I got a height deficit problem. I'm calling it a disorder, whatever you want to call it, nigga. I don't, I don't give a fuck if I was Kevin Hart rich, nigga. His height makes me uncomfortable. There's no way I could be, I'm just thankful that I'm not that short. If I was that short, I'd probably feel different. But because I'm not that short, I just don't fucking get it. I don't, I, but I guess you could fuck with a really, really short girl and it would be fine. There are shorter women. I get it. But even y'all, even, even four foot five women want a nigga that's over six foot. Bitch, what do I do with you? I, I eat burgers bigger than you. Stop playing with me. I can't do nothing with you, but I don't give a fuck how fat your ass is. That's weird. Like you're little, like you're so little. Oh my God. Uh, but yeah, them niggas, you could always tell and they look at you because they, they know they wife. Like you're an abusive nigga, you're insecure, you're whatever. You, you you can see her looking at me and then you can see her looking at me and my lady. Not only is she thinking about this long pipe, but she's also thinking about us. Like, oh my God, look at them. It's probably no telling what the fuck she's thinking about between us. But uh, don't be, don't nigga, don't get me to stare down, bro. Cause I'll kick your little ass in your face. <laughs> standing straight up bitch i will kick you in your motherfucking face standing straight up running full speed nigga don't I, I will fuck you up <laughs> i wanted to kick a nigga in his face so bad standing straight up nigga me and you standing afoot and i bow nigga right in your goddamn chin i want to kick i'm gonna put my whole fucking shoe from the top of his forehead to this i want to put my whole foot in somebody's face one day but i really want to i really want to slap it i want i want the opportunity to slap a man I want to slap a nigga real bad. I, it's a it's a fantasy of mine. I just want to slap a nigga. Real, I got big ass palms, and I just dream of slapping the fuck out of nigga. 
but that's a, but i'm not a violence person so that's why it's just a fantasy like i wouldn't actually i couldn't even imagine i probably couldn't even uh, muster up the strength to slap a nigga the way i feel it in my soul but i don't have that kind of anger built up in me so i couldn't even imagine but anyway <laughs> so sliding on from there nigga we we get to the room our key didn't work now that was what it was my key had fucked up on me twice already in the day the first time it was did you have it by your phone i said no i already know that rule but all right it is fucked up the second time it was oh i think uh they've been doing that uh, let me go fix it nigga why we go up there drunk as a motherfucker post club post uh post partying or whatever you want to say post partying listen man i'm we gonna act like i didn't say that because that was way too close to postpartum and we're talking about this now to never speak of it again capiche all right um <laughs> i don't know the fuck i was on just now but post party you know what i'm saying type shit that even post party sounds stupid okay never again um oh that's what they call it that after pff, mind blown um <laughs> We trying to maneuver, nigga. We trying to make something shake and get into this room, bro. I've never in my life had a key fuck up three times. Do you know what this lady did? This little young girl. She was great. The staff was the greatest part. They were great. The lady came from downstairs. She came upstairs with tools. She said, I'm going to have to fix it. Y'all mind me if I was like, no. <laughs> we walked up there. Ain't fully dressed, nigga, from the, from the, from the uh, comedy club. This little girl came up there with this tool bag, and she tried to fix because this was a thing the batteries needed to be done i mean replaced because they don't have a maintenance man i guess on hand on site right this very second this is a brand this is a brand new hotel if you've been to the city you know exactly what i'm talking about it is a brand it is on the same strip as that club that's supposed to be a purple martini it used to be purple martini it's been changed a hundred times i think it's one of the clubs over there it used to be called um glam i think and it was candies now it's called senior um senior uh is it senior salsa it's something stupid like that but anyway it's a motherfucking dis- a latino dis- latin disco club um that i've never been inside of i don't really club no more i just i don't club because of where where i would love to but then covid happened and then covid like like shit like that just got me all up in arms about even being around a nigga let alone a hundred of them let alone a motherfucking thousand because goddamn what club can pack up quick but i i love music and i love dancing and i love getting fresh and the club the like it's not something i'm trying to go out and be i've never been the type of nigga go to the club for attention for bitches because bitches come to me or they don't that's always been my mentality either you fucking with me or you not do i look good enough to you so i'm gonna be like oh yeah you look too good i've had motherfuckers tell me they would talk to me but they they get nervous bitch why i'm not even rich or nothing we're just humans what are you talking about i hate that shit i don't talk to people though because of other reasons i too would get nervous but i just would rather i'm i'm not nervous i don't like i'm a i i don't handle rejection well i guess and not to say i would be disrespectful because i'm not built like that either i just blatantly don't i just think it's like i it's it's something internally like it's like it oh it just kills me ah oh, she said no i've never been turned down before but i haven't shot my shot a whole lot either because and then i always find something i don't like about motherfuckers that i was almost like oh you f- never mind i was gonna shoot my shot but yeah man like fresh from the comedy club she coming up there with it she was like oh i said because what happened was we tried to we tried to get through the door it didn't work we went down but we said it didn't work she said oh you should be good now reprogram my keys we went back upstairs we tried to open the door it didn't work now it was giving us two errors nigga why did she grab her tool bag right okay we've been there now let's 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 keep going get in the elevator do our thing we get up there the keys worked when I tell y'all that at that moment I said to myself, we probably need to leave because I think that somebody's trying to kill us. I watch way too much shit on TV, social media. I watch too much Netflix. I mean, I don't physically watch too much fucking Netflix, but in my mind, bro, when I tell my girl that's like, you watch too much TV because now everything is a scenario or a fucking situation, nigga. The plot thickens head ass, boy. Like, I'm always fucking, you don't find that suspicious? You don't find that suspicious like that's how i feel about everything now especially caucasian people but nigga i've never had that much shit happen to me at one time it was fucking crazy then um 
yeah like the lock thing was it for me but nigga she got her glass door though nigga she got her motherfucking glass door the couch that's what i was saying earlier the couch cushion i it was a, it was one of them pull out couches i pulled the bed out Lennox was like, I just sleep on the, on the couch, but we had to flip the cushion or whatever it was. Cause I pulled them cushions out and I was like, this gotta be water damage. But in my head, I was like, man, y'all niggas busting on the couch already. God damn, y'all crazy. Oh, that was the best. My favorite part was when I had to get a towel the next day when I was showering in the morning. Bro, why I go get a towel? There was not one rag on this lady's cart. This bitch had towels and she had them little miniature towels. There was not one clean rag to speak of I could not have paid that lady for a clean rag on her cart. I went to steal one. Why? Why I go grab what I could grab to try to make make do it what I could? And I knew she. I was. I, I'm, I had to been lingering too long because she came from out that room and she looked, but she wasn't. I couldn't see her. I'm a back turn. So then I had to try to pull one of them little maneuvers where you hit that corner and try. And I looked. She had a head popped out the door like a motherfucker. It was creepy as shit. She had a head popped out the door. <laughs> she was looking at me. I'm looking at her like, bitch, what you looking at me for? Like I had to slide real quick. Like I wasn't doing nothing. But I'm like, it's a towel, bro. I was taking a towel. But while we went to this Cajun restaurant called Brielle's, that was okay. It was okay. It was, I'm not, it, black business. Take, go holler at him man you might love it i'm not saying i can't say that it was nasty because it wasn't but like my fish was undercooked but it was Bri- B- brielle's bistro to me they didn't cook the salmon enough you know nigga, everything got to be done i don't care how you feel about it my salmon i need to be able to cut through my salmon that shit was kind of jelly-ish almost almost sushi like and i like sushi too but not in that aspect nigga i wanted some cooks it was supposed to be smoked it was too smoky they they doused that shit in the smoky flavor but uh yeah, baby didn't really like. She's not really big as on shit as I am. I'm not picky about anything. I just don't eat. Like, oh, and that was another thing. It smelled like booty and bleach. <laughs> I had to say that. I only told y'all the story about this motherfucking hotel because of the, the booty and the bleach joke. Because <laughs> I just be saying shit. And I wanted to go to the pool. But then you start getting around that hallway. And, I mean, it smelled like they don't even put water in the pool. They just put chlorine in that motherfucker now. <laughs> But you can smell it. And I'm like, I know the other people and shit in here. And I'm like, it just started getting all hot and weird. I mean, it's like booty and bleach in this hotel. And I just don't know why that sat. It was just so, and now I can't even tell y'all the joke the way it sat with me. This is that real time shit where y'all get to hear how I'm just like, ah, that was, yo, had to be there, I guess. I don't, man. I don't know. But nigga, it was, it smelled like booty and bleach in that hotel. I just, oh, if first and last time was a person. We'll never stay there. No, it wasn't. No, 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 no. I'm. Don't ask. Can we? No. What? We're not. This. Y'all charge two hundred dollars a night on certain occasional nights because you can because of the location of, of what's going on around you. It's a demographical thing. Geographical, demographical thing. I understand that. Fuck your mother and ass. Okay. With the prices y'all are charging, y'all got a lot of work to do before y'all can get a hundred, uh, $200 more. Now, if y'all would have knocked off half that bill and I would only had to pay a hundred for that room, nigga, we, we cook it. I would have got valet parking and everything. But for $200, there was nothing about that room that was worth $200. Nothing. I couldn't even get a real rag. And I was so fucking flabbergasted about this. I was so thrown. I'm still thrown the fuck off at all of that shit, but whatever. Uh, uh, if this cuts off, I'm gonna come back and act like nothing happened. Uh, I might even say a little something about it. But anyway, I'm at 28 minutes. I was I thought I was gonna be done with this shit, um, but obviously I'm not. So yeah, let's go ahead and take a break, man. I'm gonna go ahead and break this off right now. I'll come back in just a second. All right, man. Yeah. Uh, so apparently I talk a lot and I did not know that I could talk that much. I really thought that this was going to be one of them things where I was trying to figure out how to fill in an hour's worth of time of talking. So now that I know this, I hope that y'all don't stop fucking with me. I didn't like I got 100 friends. I think I get the most views on one. I mean, most uh, listens on one video I have is uh, nine, maybe 12, something like something real small like that. Now, with that being said, I appreciate that shit. And I can't stress that enough. So don't get it fucked up. This is what this like. I love y'all. 
I have people in my life that no matter what I do, who I am, unless they they somebody say, yeah, nigga, he went to this motherfucking girls group home and raped all the girls. They, unless some wild shit like that happens, them niggas is rocking with me forever, male and female. And I love each and every one of you on whoever you are. You know who you are. If you feel if you feel a type of way when I'm saying this, then I'm talking to you. I'm speaking to you. I'm I'm exclusively speaking to you. Thank you. I love you. And um, I'm going to continue to be who I am because you have shown me that it's okay <laughs> you know what i'm saying not that i need to validate from other people but because i care about you as a person you anything that i do that's valuable to you means that i, I feel like i'm doing something right because i think you're doing something right you know what i'm saying like the way the way i see you is like bam like I, I you know what i'm saying i fuck with this person so yeah i feel like they probably would have told me like nah this ain't this ain't that whatever whatever but i just appreciate the love man um but yeah man so i gotta figure out how to stop stop you know filling in on the bullshit whatever so anyway back on the topic of the hotel though um <laughs> this shit was so crazy. oh man like it's just it was it was crazy 200 fucking it was like 220 or some bullshit like that i just i don't mind man i'm not no i'm not no cheap nigga i don't i do but you got to make it make sense that's the thing that i live by that's what it's been for the last few years especially with my girl especially being the man in a relationship trying to be a father and a and a, and a, a co-parent and a, a husband and all that shit man like you know what i'm saying you got to have a, somebody got to have their head on their shoulders and i got to be the one to say wait why are we doing this why does it cost that much well what are we getting out of the deal how long is this gonna last who all gonna be there you know what i'm saying <laughs> you know niggas ask questions anyway but nigga i'm gonna ask my questions but um so anyway so now that i'm done with the hotel yeah they won't get another dime from me nigga if, if she want to stay there again we probably won't be together when that happens like if that if if we ever get to a point like you want to stay there again make sure you stay there and we not together or you or we together when you just up there on some other shit with your friends or whatever y'all want to go out which she probably would never do but if that happens have at it you know you are not going to spend and no and i won't nor will i myself spend a single red cent at that hotel ever again first impressions are are, are are lasting they may as well just say they're permanent first impressions are very lasting impressions but for the most part and a nigga like me i'm a one and done type cat i'm usually a one and done type of nigga now bl's bistro bl's bistro was actually the, the vibes was cool um i actually loved the environment i loved everything about it you know it's uh, it's in a nigga, niggafied area so there are niggas in the area um, you can tell that the niggas in the restaurant probably live less than two to five miles in the area of the restaurant type shit it's almost like being back in lawton i think that's the side of town we was i think we was in midwest city and yeah <laughs> anyway or like more like south oklahoma city type shit but you know what i'm talking about um but yeah um so i got like the smoked salmon she got uh what did she get she got pasta she loves pasta she loves pasta anything with a noodle and like a sausage and chicken type of combination she hey what's what's cracking what's up like olive garden all that she's with the shits okay i love pasta too but i'm a nigga i like i like pasta if it's smacking you know they put pork in i don't eat pork i don't know if i told y'all this or not but i don't eat pork i actively do not eat pork i made the decision one day after extensive research and several documentaries that i did not mean to run into that i do not eat pork anymore um have i accidentally smacked up a piece of pork or two when i say piece i mean a like i could eat a pork chop or two in a setting and now i'm talking about i haven't i haven't had a, i haven't even seen a fried pork chop and been like let me get a little piece of that you know what i'm saying nah but like Cajun food is the only time I really slip up bit that and it's really a it's almost a uh it's almost like a this inner twin this bond with mom a connection with my mother because my mom if she was here she would probably be the only person that could cook something I would just be like balls to the wall fuck it I'm eating um but because she's no longer here and I could damn well fry some shit and cook or do whatever for myself, you know, tenfold. I mean, I'm I'm not even going to cap, nigga. I, I be in the kitchen. Like, I be, like, not like just saying it to be saying it. Like, you can't trust a skinny cook. No, bitch. I be cooking, bro. Like, it's and it's because it's just, it's really easy. Like, 
you just gotta know what you're looking for in the flavor like when you taste that thing that you go damn that's good what is this little describe that shit man somebody gonna be like hey man that's oregano damn i love oregano then and then you're gonna know what to do man italian seasoning makes makes food taste like italian food duh this easy now you gotta know the temperatures and how long just don't let it burn my nigga it's simple shit but i still can't boil rice fuck you um <laughs> but yeah she with the pasta you know what i'm saying she stay with the pasta if nothing else she gonna get that or some type of chicken or you know shrimp whatever um nigga i'm talking about they cut an entire onion for that bowl that she had i was like damn nigga i can smell and taste some onions and i ain't had one yet she don't like onions at all like that really so you know you let you do the math um she wasn't very satisfied it wasn't horrible like i said it wasn't horrible it's good let's just put it like this on a scale from one to ten it's at least an eight it's a guaranteed eight but i think that if you know like okay so here's my problem no matter what experience i've had most restaurants cannot there's something about cooking at home and homemade shit that just comes out even 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 in a mom and pops setting even in a mom and pop restaurant setting let's say that's the only location they've ever had they've had it for 20 years those places usually turn out to be pretty decent these newer places are typically the issue typically it's just not the same it's not it's, it's not home cooking and i've had way too many occasions of eating down home at home seafood boils shrimp creole uh i nigga nigga i i cannot for the life of me find crawfish etouffee to my satisfaction no more i haven't had crawfish etouffee that smack the way i wanted to since i was a teenager that was almost two whole decades ago since my last teenage <laughs> you know what i'm saying i was i'm 30 almost 35 so i haven't had at least 15 years or more i haven't had um um i did that math right yeah at least 15 years give or take or more i haven't had the the type of uh the color of the rue i haven't had it just i have not seen i ain't even seen i've seen maybe okay i'm lying i can't remember where the fuck i got this big ass bowl of gumbo from in law not too long ago but nigga i think it was talisha um but that gumbo was fire but gumbo and and crawfish etouffee are those two meals that either you got it or you don't and it can be good but it's like it's good well, that's it yeah nigga because it's either you got it or you don't you didn't get it you missed it this was good as fuck but this ain't it though there's something missing in yours you know what i'm saying and i just ate too faded i cannot find it razoo's is good you know what i'm saying we went to razoo's yesterday razoo's is straight but like it's just not it ain't the same bro once you start making restaurant chains and even a, a mom and pop location or two once y'all start getting to that mass level of production it's not the same bro it's something missing i um i have um some friends uh i guess you could say from being customers at my job i won't say no names just because i don't want no issue you know what i'm saying like this is verbal audacity but i still respect people as individuals and as individuals i love these people i just don't love their food anymore um they moved locations and now they food at least the last time i went i it was i mean it was not just bad it was two times though and that's why i haven't been because i told you i'm a one and done i've been fucking with y'all for a while you move locations and now your shit tastes like this and it was two separate occasions and i don't want to have to keep telling y'all what to fix bro i get it but you got a fan base you're not gonna miss my little my little coins my little 20 dollars here and there i don't need to be spending that type of money anyway and then covid happened so i really just stopped going outside and honestly y'all man eating out has been real i don't know tap in you know what i'm saying um y'all know y'all know what to do um what is it what's my handle so isaiah tate spell exactly how i supposed to on facebook um on ig i think my handle is um what did i say what did i say it was a one zay i think a one underscore zay should be the handle to get you uh if not try slim just you know but i'm sure if you're listening to this you know me already so it ain't like i'm having to but yeah tap in with me and tell me like how so me and my girl talk about this a lot especially living in law man like it's the quality of, of everything is just it's just whack now it's just not what it used to be like it's like fast food restaurants used to be better now they aren't mcdonald's is just not i just can't do it man i like i can physically see the, the fakeness of the burger when i was a kid 
it used to taste so fucking good and it still tastes decent but you can man you just know but all of them that's why i know something happened you know what i'm saying it's not a conspiracy like it's a level to this shit and i'm thinking maybe population increase plus inflation plus whatever pandemics all the the organizational things and governmental things that happen in this world cause but i'm telling y'all shit is not the same i don't eat out that much not even at like not even at sit down restaurants they don't be clean as they used to be the teenagers be in there looking dusty smelling all weird acting all funky and shit acting like they don't want to bitch you at work you are somebody's child i wish i probably know your motherfucking parents you better get your shit your fucking head out your ass or go home this is crazy you can act how you want to act when you there but make sure that the people that matters don't see that like i don't know you know the fucking customers jackass like what are you doing I, mean, I was a teenager before, bitch. I had a job. I've had stuff. I've been working since I was 13. You don't, you can't act a certain way in front of, and it's just, you know, they don't wash their hands, man. I be watching my own hair fall out my hair from time to time when I'm doing anything. So I'm like thinking to myself, like, I probably didn't have people's hair in my, fuck. So like, I don't eat out as much. I just, you know, I know I can't prevent everything. Cause if I did, if I could, nigga, I literally would, I'd be bubble boy. Y'all seen that movie? I'd be bubble boy. I'd be walking around here, me and my kids and my girl, we'd be walking around here looking like, um, we came from somewhere, some other planet, nigga. Greetings, nigga, we in the bubble. What's up? Like, this is how we live. We can't touch nothing and we'll fucking disintegrate. Like, <laughs> it's a law, bitch. It's really our culture. Um, I just don't eat out as much, man. COVID, eating pork, everything just kind of, the only time I ever really been sick in my life was from pork like from food i never had no food that made me go Bleh, like if i wasn't already sick of my own i pork y'all ever had some bad pork that'll change your fucking life i didn't even change then but after that nigga i was like fuck no but um yeah they made my um they made my fish too smoky and it was good now i ain't gonna cap the macaroni your cheese and another thing i want to i want to know is the, are y'all familiar with letting food sit I'm at this point in my life now where I'm trying to get on a path of eating food the next day. I'm gonna start making food for leftovers on purpose. Nigga, I have recently discovered the magic, yes, behind leaving your food, yes, and just marinate after you didn't cooked it. Don't eat it fresh, no. Woo, boy, I'm telling y'all, I, oh my God. Every time we cook some cabbage, nigga my girl i can make it too now i mean before we both made it at the same time so like oh yeah cabbage is easy and i'm man rest in peace to you i miss you so much girl that nigga could make some cabbage that'll make you <sighs> mom you made this nigga i will punch you bro you made this shit why the fuck do cabbage taste like what the fuck did your food i used to go to my mama house sometimes nigga i could cry talking about this shit in, in tears of joy bro like my mama food make you want to beat her at why your food tastes like this why the fuck every time I come over here, your food tastes like this, bro? Damn. Just be sitting down, just. <sighs> the bone got juice on. <sighs> what the fuck? The mac and cheese, the greens, the cabbage, the cornbread, beans, greens, potatoes, the, everything you make is fire. You be fucking it up talking about some this. I'll be like, it's burnt. It was. <laughs> it was too seasony. Oh, you did say I was gonna like it though, huh? Oh, yeah. Well, you was right. God damn. But I learned that I can make cabbage. And then I figured out that baby can make cabbage. And I can arguably say because she's been making it slightly longer than me. I mean, because since we both started, she makes it more than I do. I usually make the other shit when we make a meal. Cause like she'll make the cabbage and then we'll do whatever. You know what I'm saying? But whatever. The way she's been doing it lately, when she just makes cabbage as a thing as itself, been fire. Oh it's like i didn't know it was that fucking easy i just love being a, that's the part about being an adult that i love the most oh my god but um yeah um that jalapeno mac and cheese was good as fuck and i let that shit set and, and ate it the next that fish is better too but you better know i borrowed that bitch i made sure yeah nigga it, it's i'm they gave me jelly that bitch i turned it into a sponge it was a salmon sponge when i was done with it, it was it was good as fuck it was exactly what i wanted it was black and so when i got through with it it was darker because you know it, it was just seasoning black and just means a bunch of seasons sizzled on both sides you know what i'm saying for like excuse me about six or seven seconds they don't actually be fricasseeing that nigga burn my shit burn it up <laughs> like no not like for real <laughs> nigga look at me look at me for real for real 
burn it <laughs> please because i promise you what you think i mean by burn is still not gonna be enough so just bring it like that and, I, and i'll deal with it but they don't you know they was whatever um but when we was in line to this john you know what i'm talking about there was this black dude that when you see these niggas like i, I don't i think i already said this but like you see black people and you just know well the woman he was with had went to cameron all the shit the nigga looked at me and he literally said y'all look like it. oh y'all we from lawton oh y'all from the hood he looked at us like like we was finna say like hell yeah because nigga we don't play we was looking at that nigga like nigga you from the hood the fuck <laughs> i hate niggas like how you got a gold tooth and a fucking snapback or i think it was a fitted and he had on some he had on the jays and you just could tell you know how you look at them niggas and you be like yeah you gonna be the nigga that you are you gonna be like that for the rest of y'all he was a nigga he probably had done some time he was cool as hell he, you know them niggas that play too much and you're like hey they ran out of food and you be like what and he's like you ran out of food and then she like hey, boy you always playing that's how he was he wanted them niggas he said we from the hood i said we from Lawton." We in, we in Midwest City, OKC, and we from the hood. Bro, what? I think I was taken aback. Like, nigga, I'm talking about gasp. No <laughs> uh, oh, shit, that encounter had me on my ass. But, man, I tell y'all what, though. I was going a whole bunch of different directions with this shit, but one thing that I did want to end on on this episode is now, like, I got back on, and it's this, the previous uh, piece of this, and then this piece of this, I said all of that to say, um, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go, y'all. I'm ready to move, man. Like, there ain't nothing else for me. My mama gone, man. I love my, pop, my pops, my brother. To Neil, Dad, I love y'all, man. I really do. And I know y'all give a fuck about moving now. Y'all come see me. I'll come see you, whatever. But I'm ready to go, man. I got to get the fuck up out of here, bro. I got to go. Like, I got to go. I don't know what I'm going to do. Um, There ain't nothing else left for me. Um, I work from home. So there's that. But, um. Yeah, I'm gonna make something shake, man. I gotta, I just, I love things a certain way and I love to see things. And I feel like the more that I see these things that I love, you know, I'm a weird, quirky little nigga. Like we was, we was in the city yesterday and I like to sightsee. But I think I just I've just recently discovered that it's because of where I'm from that when I do go places, I'm and I don't know, I might not might I'm it might not just be me. It might be motherfuckers that actually live in these places. But I am where like in New York where y'all would be walking around and motherfucker looking like, oh, this ain't shit, because you've been here and you trying to get to where you're going. I'm just like, y'all got an alleyway between every building. You who constructed all these little curvy ditches that drop down eight, 80 feet and you know what I'm saying, these ravines and all this like when you're in and then like in Bricktown, they it's it's not anything fucking fantastic if you've been anywhere else in life but it's cool i live in lawton oklahoma i live in a remote military town so i go to the city it's a vibe you know what i mean and when i'm in the city it's um you know the buildings that they have they they relatively have big buildings you know skyscrapers where what give or take we don't have a skyscraper to speak of in law i think we might have one and it's a retirement home building literally the lawtonian apartments it is the saddest thing it looks like a a a, a, a super long prison <laughs> a really tall prison um for old people and it smells like it too but we don't have no skyscrapers here and i'm looking at the buildings and i'm looking at like the level change like that's what i was trying to say it's like the level changes of the terrain and the roads and then like i just i can't explain the how like architecture and like and um landscaping and in the vibes of like watching people just not even like directly looking at people but just to see movements and life in real time i'm weird like that i don't know if i'm if is it just me i don't know but with that being said i live in a town where there is none of that and i and y'all i'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm gonna be real with y'all for a second like i'm kind of glad that we having this conversation because 
honestly this is the first time i've ever actually been able to make sense of that it took me till just this very fucking second to make sense of this shit i'm ready to go and the reason being is because there are things here like like there's not just the things that i want to do but it's the way that the things that i want to do makes me feel and the things that i want to see that i don't currently see right now when you drive around Lawton, everything looks the same unless you just run through a nice neighborhood just to get the and that's kind of what we do we go to medicine park and we look at the cobblestone buildings and we go to the mountains and we look at terrain and landscape and all the mount the little rocks and just you know animals and we try to just do that you know buffaloes out there and uh groundhogs and just we see the lake the fish you know one time we went to medicine park and um some event i think it was and there was a snake there was snakes out there um that was trying to get uh these eggs and there's this bird literally people we all out there just doing our thing and this snake this these snakes were trying to eat this these bird's eggs we got it on camera i think i still got it in my phone somewhere like but it's just cool to just be able to just go kick it and just see stuff and then where i'm at we make do with what we have but i'm tired i am so tired we went on a date and it really set in last night oh yesterday when i realized that we have to drive out of town to go on an actual date like you get that all the time like oh we don't do anything special not for me my, i'm saying like in a scenario you see on tv and shit like they talk about it like that you know but now i'm starting to realize a lot of places unless you just got the time to just really come up with some creative bullshit to do nigga you really gotta have some you gotta have it's all that's why i say location 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 because i could talk about a good game about going on dates and, and me and my girl doing special shit but it's like i would literally have to build and create everything from the ground up i couldn't just enjoy the luxury of getting fresh and going out we live here and i'm tired bro i'm tired i don't want to have to keep driving to the city a city is a vibe i don't want to live in the city though because i don't live in oklahoma no more i'm tired of the state the only place that i would actually live in is tulsa and fuck are you buddy <laughs> we're not doing that new buddy i'm died greenwood hey my people black wall street you know what I'm saying? power but no 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 um y'all niggas ain't on the first 48 every episode for no reason fuck that y'all need to have a first 48 tulsa series that's what y'all need y'all don't need a show y'all need a i mean a, a episode or two y'all need a, an entire series that is stamped with the big ass void symbol first 48 boom tulsa <laughs> nigga <laughs> season one like god damn um i'm cool on all of that but i am gonna go visit that motherfucker because i gotta see see that shit before i slide about oklahoma but i'm ready to go man i'm ready to go um and with that being said this has been great i'm ready to go from here too i got homework to do that i have been i i nonchalantly subconsciously find nonchalantly not subconsciously involuntarily find ways to distract myself from doing homework i don't even be trying that's why i'm doing this podcast right now but if nothing else i love y'all y'all stay black stay beautiful and if you're not just stay beautiful um and as I always say, if you won't do nothing, do something. Oh, thank you.